Hello, hello. Welcome to this episode of the Rogers Radio Podcast. Today, we have a very special guest with us. I am honored to have her here. I cannot wait to get to know her journey. She is a public figure in our community, new to our community, so all of us are going to get to know her better today. I have the pleasure of sitting down with Amy Huskin, the superintendent of Halifax County Public Schools. How are you? I'm doing great today. It's it's a it's an honor for me to be here. Oh, well, I was thrilled when you said that you would come sit down with me. Absolutely. And I just I, I'm just so excited to get to know your journey because I, I did some research and kind of read a little bit of background and you know you've come so far in this journey. And I don't know about it so far. Um I just, again, I've, I've always, again, in my spirit, I'm a teacher. Yeah. And I just have landed here. Yeah. Um, this is just the next place, um, the next place that I'm supposed to be. And mm-hmm. I'm serving kids. Well, I can't wait to hear more about that. So we will get started. Okay. And I want to know the journey that <laughs> led you to becoming the Halifax County Public School Superintendent. Um. Okay. Well, I mean, honestly, I, I never intended, I didn't wake up one day and just say, oh, I, I think I want to be school superintendent. I right. Mean, that, that's not ex- not ever how that happened. I just always knew um, from the time I was a little kid that yeah. I was going to be a teacher. Oh, I love and, that. And I just, I had great teachers and mentors in my life that, um, that there was just never a time that I wasn't going to be a teacher. Yeah. Um, and so I, I, just had a great experience at Virginia Tech in the teacher mm-hmm. prep program mm-hmm. um, back in the day. Day um, again, this is year thirty for me, <laughs> um, and so I, I've spent twenty five years in Lynchburg and just moving forward um, as a as a teacher, and then and then uh, just as life would have it, I, I just decided, well, okay, so what now? What you know, yeah, I had um, some different experiences out outside the classroom. Um, I was a third grade teacher for for a number of years. That's my I, not you can't really have a favorite, but if I had to pick, what's my favorite? Okay, yeah, know, there's something about about that age. Yeah, um, but then I, I was a STEM teacher back um, before that was even a thing. Yeah, I think um, I got a, I got to be Miss Frizzle on the Magic School Bus. <laughs> you know, where I was uh, I would go around the district with this Rubbermaid tub and and get kids excited about science and robotics and, and all of that kind of stuff. Um, you know, back a, a, long, a long time ago. Yeah, um, and then I was uh, at a school for innovation. Yeah, and working in a science lab uh, then, and coaching Lego robotics and and all of those kinds of things, and then an opportunity presented itself to say, "Hey, would you ever consider being a school administrator?" Um, sure. Yeah. Why? Why not? You know. And so then, then the journey just kind of moved forward from there. Yeah. And so then the opportunity for Halifax County came up because yeah. you were in the uh, is it Appomattox area? I was area? in Appomattox. I was in Lynchburg for twenty five years. Okay. And then um, the opportunity presented itself to go to Appomattox for the last four years as director of instruction. Yeah. And so, um, and okay, why not? You know, always right. when the next opportunity presents itself, you have to just really say, okay, where am I supposed to be next, and how can I best serve children next? Right. And so that's what I've always done. And I'm really, it, it, it really has been just a calling. I love why that. Why Halifax? You know, why Halifax? I can't exactly tell you why, why Halifax. Yeah. And I don't necessarily know all of that. I just got here. Yeah. Um, 
it just feels right. I love it. And and we'll see why Halifax. Yeah. Know, it already feels it already feels right. Yeah. And I can feel that energy. I can feel it. I can sense it. Just our conversations leading up to this interview. It's just, I can feel that you just love what you do. I do. And, I do. And you've been on so many different sides of education. You have been on, you've been a teacher, you've been in administration and, and in the STEM world. And, and so out of all of those, what has been the most rewarding for you? Mm, there's a couple. Um, my during my time in Appomattox, I was also um, director of career technical education. Okay. As well, um, and that was that was a new journey for me. Yeah. And so I, I guess I'm always up for a challenge, and so. I, um, I always tell everyone when I took on that role, I was kind of the least worst choice for that <laughs> because I had no background in that at all, but I was willing to learn. Yeah. And so I, I dove into that. Up, and I, whatever I do, I kind of get in up to my eyeballs. And so <laughs> I got into that and just was like, okay, I need to figure this out. And I need to figure this out because things need to be um, better for our kids. And so the idea was every, every student should leave our high school certified in something right and an industry recognized certification and so started to just kind of build that out and meet with industry you know very much like you all in, yeah in the community and and just start talking about what does that look like and meet with the local community colleges and meet with just all sorts of folks mm. and just start building out those um those programs and then reaching back into the middle school and start building introductory programs like exploratory because kids don't know they don't know what jobs look like and right when you say certain words to them like automation or robotics or, or whatever they they really don't know what that looks like and so right. we started to just do um just different exploratory things and, and some of that is 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 already happening here yes so i'm so excited to just just tag on to what that looks like and help expand that here and we're excited for you to expand that here. And and you're a new leader in this community. So you've been a leader for many, many years. You're 30. And you're a new leader in this community um, in Halifax County. What does that mean to you? Um, again, just coming alongside folks. I'm not about, about change for the sake of change. I'm just really about learning and facilitating what is working already. Yeah. And and really observing and mm-hmm. seeing, hey, how can how can I help you? Right. You know, I, I don't that's like big. turning over apple carts um, or putting my mark on anything. That that's not important to me at all. Mm-hmm. What's important to me is how can we come together to serve kids? How can we come together and serve this community in a way that makes sense? Yeah. You know, let's operate under an extreme amount of common sense. <laughs> yeah. You know? like, yeah. And and that's really in my core is I work for kids and that's what mm. I always said and that's what I'll always do. Mm-hmm. And you have a lot to juggle. I mean, there are a lot of schools, there are a lot of students, there are a lot of teachers. I mean, what is it? The largest employer in Halifax County is the school system or one of them. And, and I mean, that's a lot to juggle and that's a huge responsibility. How do you juggle it all? And you have to make a lot of tough decisions. And how do you, how do you juggle all of that? I have really great people. Yeah, that work here. I mean, and I trust them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I and I, I kind of that again. That's it's a mindset. You know, you put really good people in place. Love it. And you trust them to do their job. Again, you come alongside them, and you say, "How can I help you? What do you need? How can we facilitate this work? How can we do this together?" 
I love and that. Again, you have to because I have enough to do on my plate. I don't have time to do my job and their job. Yeah. And so we have to we have to you know, and I don't we don't do meetings for the sake of meetings. Yeah. We try to narrow that focus and say, okay, you know, and again, huddle up, break on three, let's go. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what yeah. we have to do. Collaboration yes. and letting them, you know, do what they need to do and do what they do best. And I think that's so smart. And I want to know what characteristics you think you have that have led you to where you are today and have helped get you to where you are. Um, one thing, I, I don't come with a filter. Um, I kind of love speak, it. I mean, I do. I just kind of speak it. Well, I just kind of speak the truth. I try to speak it with, with grace. Sure. So, you know, I, I don't, um, I try to, to work in kindness, yes. you know, but I don't. I don't mince words. I tr- just try to put things out there and say, okay, here's where we are, mm-hmm. you know, and there's no need to kind of sugarcoat it too much because if we, if you just speak the truth and, and you just say, okay, here's where we are, mm-hmm. but let's move forward. Yeah. You know, we, let's get better getting better. So how do yeah. we do that? And what does that look like? And let's, let's stop talking about it. Let's be about it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can beat things to death talking about it. Yeah. So let's solve it and move forward and let's stop rolling around in the problem let's just find a solution and move forward yes so that's a problem that's, solver yeah, it's and that's solver it's and, big and that's what's needed in your role yeah, and so you that's just perfect to. you just have to because again it's all you just you just have to facilitate solutions yeah and we were just talking a little bit before we got on here about you know everyone knows who you are Everyone knows who you are, and and you're new to the area, so you don't know who everyone I is. Don't. I feel bad. Like I want to be able to when I walk in, like when I walk in and play, and people are going, "Remember me?" And I'm like, I want to know you by name. Like I want to call people by name. Yeah. And I feel so bad when I walk in a place and they're like, "I saw you at," and I'm like, I'm trying really hard. I'm trying really hard to to you know know people when I see them the second right. time. And it's, it's tough, yeah. you know, but I'll get better at it. I really will. I promise I will. And how does that feel when you are out in public, you know, running errands at the grocery store, wherever, out to eat, and you are in a space that everyone knows who you are? I want people to come talk. <laughs> like, we literally are Amy and Steve that just moved to this it. town. Please come talk to us, you yeah. know, because we are lonely. I'm here to tell you. Yeah. We are lonely in this town because yeah. our kids live in other places. Our grandchildren are other places. If I'm oohing and on over your children, it's yeah. because I miss my grandchildren, Aww. you know. So, um, you know, please invite us places yeah. you know, socially um, because we we have we don't have that connection yet. Right. So don't think you're trying to respect our privacy. You know, talk to us. Yeah. Invite us places, you know. Help us make those connections. I think that's fantastic. And everyone listening, you know, that there's a lot to be said for that because when we look at people in leadership roles, it can be scary to go up and talk to them because you feel maybe intimidated or nervous or you don't know what to say. And I just am learning through this podcast and everyone that I've had sit down here and you included, you know, you guys are just people, you know, and you're just... You just want to talk to people. You're open. And so I just want everyone to know that everyone is okay with you coming and saying hello. Please do. Like, I'm not in a fishbowl. And that's been super hard for me because yeah. we really are. We are just regular people. We raised four kids. We are going through the, we went through the exact same struggles oh, that yeah. every single other regular person on the planet. You know, I, I do a Walmart grocery pickup every week. I mean, I'm in the 
store just like oh, everybody else. This. I'm when I get home in the evening, I'm in my leggings and my sweatshirt. I mean, I'm just <laughs> regular old person. Yes, <laughs> I love that so much, and and I'm learning so much from this. So thank you for sharing and being <laughs> sure. open about that because not enough people, you know, talk about it. And so I just appreciate you being open about that, and and you're just like us. I am no one different than you. We are, I'm telling you, I tell everyone, we are the clampets that have moved to town. We are, we don't have a back patio yet. They're, we're, it's getting installed yeah. soon, but we are literally the people sitting in our driveway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Please, when you're driving by our house, wave, pull in the driveway and speak to us. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> don't say that. I will do this. Please do. <laughs> so, um, what is one lesson that you have learned along the way that you take with you throughout your everyday life? Just stay in the truth and oh, and, yes. and and be true to your own self. Like when mm-hmm. I tell you I work for children, don't ever compromise whatever you whatever your north star is. Stay true to that. Mm. No matter what. Yeah. You know? And there's going to be things tugging on you all the time. Yes. But just stay true to that. Mm-hmm. You know, don't let anything compromise your integrity. Yeah. That. Because at the end of the day, that's all you have. So true. It's all you have. And if you if you ever sort of feel that feel that tug in your mm-hmm. gut, back up. Pull your lens back and go, mm, hold on a minute. Why am I doing this? Yeah. Am I doing this for the right reasons? Mm-hmm. You know, and I've always said that I make decisions every day what I would want for you know, when I was younger, it was for my children. And now it's, you know, sometimes I'll, and people will hear me say, oh, hold on a minute. I'm operating in Gigi mode now because you know, <laughs> I have grandchildren. Yeah. Now. But it's, it's just the, the truth because now I have 4,650 children wow. in this school division and yeah. absolutely every one of them, I want the very best for them. Mm. They could all sit at my dinner table. And I, I don't say that lightly. Yep. I mean that, Yep. you know, because it has to be good for them. If it's not good for them, then I'm not holding true to my integrity. Right. It has to be right for them. Mm, that's big. Yeah. That's big. And you are leading so many children and and helping them get to their fullest potential and rise to that. What? How would you describe your leadership style? My lead, again, as, as a facilitator. Yeah. You know, and again, but when it comes to things like safety mm-hmm. and it comes to things, I mean, I have, I'm going to make that hard decision. Yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to wait on that. I'm not going to, you know, oh, what do you guys think about that? No, sometimes it has to be, I'm going to make that decision. I'm going to make it right now because we don't have time to wait on things yes. like that. Yes. Yes. You know, safety and, and some hard line things about instruction. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been in instruction for 30 years and there are some things I just know. Yeah. So, um, some things I'm just going to make a hard decision about, and I know people are not going to ag- agree with me. Sure. But there are just some things that, that are, are just my decision, mm-hmm. and I know I'm going to upset some people over it, mm-hmm. but it's just it's just what I'm going to go with. Yeah. And, you know, there are a lot of people that, you know, education is a very talked about career, right? Do I go into education? I want to be a teacher. Do I want to be a teacher? What advice would you have for anyone that's wanting to start their career in education? Please, please know that it is the hardest job you will ever absolutely love. And if you don't, if you don't go into it for all the right reasons, Mm. please don't. Please don't ever stand in front of a group of children 
and not give them your best. Oh, I love this. Yeah. yeah. Please don't. Please don't choose it because you think it's one thing. And and honestly, when you you could go go into education thinking that that it is going to be something sure. and you discover later that it's not. Mm-hmm. And on that, I, I always tell folks, I want people in our classrooms and I want people in front of children until the, until the day they decide it's not for them. And mm. on that very next day, I need them to go find their passion. Oh, And powerful. as long as it's your passion, I want you there. And on that very next day, I need you not in front of our children mm. because they feel it. I need you connected and passionate about this work because it's too important. Our kids get one chance in mm-hmm. front of you mm. and they deserve your best. They deserve your best every day. Yes. And if it's not, and that's whatever you do, whatever you do in life, mm-hmm. give it your best because who, you're only short selling yourself. Wow. I mean, that's so you powerful. Kidding? You're right. Who are you kidding? You're right. And I, and I just, it truly is a career you just have to love. And what you said is just so powerful. And and I want to know what motto you live by every day. Oh, it's always when you know better, you do better. Maya Angelou. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to learn something every single day. And when I when I figure something out or a better way to do it, I'm going to do it. I'm yeah. going to try a better way. Yeah. And that's, that's fantastic. And, um, who would you say has been your biggest mentor through this journey? Oh gosh, there's, and I have several. Um, Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I I would honestly say my, my dad, um, my dad was, um, not an educated man, but he was the smartest man I ever knew. Yeah. Um, but he, he, in my head every single day, he is, you know, all you have is your word. Yep. And get all the education you can because no one can take that from you. Yes. And um, just work hard. I mean, he he um, was a tobacco farmer uh-huh. and then through, in the Depression. And when that was, when he didn't have that anymore, he um, retreaded tires for a living. Mm. And so he got up every day at 3 a.m. And I watched him put Cornhusker's lotion on his hands because they bled. And so he made sure that we got what he couldn't have. Wow. Do you see what yeah. I'm saying? So that work ethic yeah. is powerful. I mean, visually powerful. Yes. And so we didn't have a lot of material things in our home, but we had love and mm. we had work ethic and we had just a, a family that that we knew, mm-hmm. you know, was always rock solid. Mm-hmm. So, and again, I, I give my mom, you know, all the other, the other credit, but just, sure. just my dad being, being that, being that pillar. Um, and then I had just amazing teachers. Yes. Amazing teachers. And then um, my my one, my fourth grade teacher ended up being um, the principal that I went to back to work for. Oh, so cool. Later, yeah, Vicki Hogan. She was really something. And then um, she's been just a life, a life mentor. Yeah. And then there's um, Roger Jones, who was my high school principal. And then my professor at Lynchburg. And then I worked for him, actually, at Lynchburg City Schools. And then he ended up being my... Um, professor in my master's program and then he ended up being my dissertation chair Mm -hmm. for my doctorate so he has and he was one of the first people I called when I got the offer here in Halifax yeah and he was like so just he's just always been in my corner yeah so just 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 a couple folks yeah just a couple pillars um and then there's Marie Waller who actually lives here in Halifax County okay she was my high school history teacher awesome um you talk about somebody who just sets the bar really really high yeah. Just that teacher that just said, no matter what, here's the bar and you will meet it. Yes. 
And education, so. I can just hear that education, <laughs> you're so passionate about it. And and that makes me feel good because I have a four-year-old daughter. She's going to be in kindergarten next year. Uh, and, and that's scary, right? And sure. you hear so many things uh, that go on in the world and, mm-hmm. and that are happening in the public school system. So what advice would you give me and other parents that have their kids starting in the public school system next year, near future? Please, please don't believe what you hear on social media. Uh-huh. And, and just... Make that connection with your child's teacher. Yes. And and just know that, honestly, I'm in our schools every day. Mm. And what I keep saying is I wish that the public could see what I see and see yeah. it through my lens. Because our teachers are doing an amazing job. And our kids are so turned on and tuned in. And, I mean, like, p- a kindergarten per prime example I was in a kindergarten <laughs> a, a pre-k class just last week and yeah. then I was in a, a kindergarten PE class and I am in there like dancing and singing and carrying Aww, on with these yay. kids I mean just having a just a ball and I'm going I hope that my granddaughter in Amherst County is having this kind of amazing mm. day you know and it's not just in one place in our county it's every it's in all the places so it's just it's it's just really good stuff here. That's so. And I'm reassuring. not just saying that, right? You know, because if it if it wasn't, no, I feel so, it. Yeah. If it wasn't so, I would be working hard to make it so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know? we'd be having a totally. And I'm different not saying things are perfect. Right. We do have work to do. We have. Mm-hmm. I mean, just again, I live in the truth. We have five schools going through academic review right now, and mm-hmm. what that is, it's it's just the process of getting better. Right. You know, and and we're we're working on that. You know. We have work to do, but if we didn't have work to do, we wouldn't be living in the truth either. That's fantastic. So. Yes. It's so reassuring to me. And, <laughs> and you know, and I, I'm glad you gave that advice to everyone because I know it's a question that a lot of people have. And, and so I want to know what your current goals are. You've achieved so much. I know you still have so much more to achieve. So what are your current goals? Oh, my gosh. My current goals are just to continue to get to know everyone in this community, just mm-hmm. to continue to to come alongside folks here and say, hey, what do you need from me? Mm-hmm. How can I best serve you? How can I how can I walk this journey with you and help make this place better? You know, mm-hmm. we've got, you know, we want to get a shovel in the dirt and get this high school started. Yeah, you know, I've got a, yeah. I've got a, um, I'm watching this grant process. Yep. Um, we got, we've got to close that funding gap. We've got some, um, just to continue to, to grow that relationship between our school board and our board of supervisors. And again, open communication, total transparency yes. we're starting to work on um, next year's budget mm-hmm. um, there's just some some big ticket items we're working on our six-year comprehensive plan of where we want to go over the next six years yep. so that's our big framework um, so we've got we've got some big projects yes and <laughs> keeping you very busy lots of goals and and I like to I asked this question um, during every podcast it's my favorite interview question we do it for everyone that interviews here at Rogers if you could have dinner with one living person outside of your family who would it be Mm. and it could be anyone whether you know them or not one living person yeah That's really hard. Yeah, it gets everyone. Everyone that works here, they've been asked that question at, during their interview, and they come back and they're like, "You know what? I left here and I was so nervous because I didn't know the answer." Okay, I will tell you this. Pr- 
probably I would say Daniel Goleman. Okay. And he does a lot. Of, there's two. Because I've, I've been doing a lot of, of work recently in emotional intelligence. Okay. And he he writes um, that your EQ is, is, is as important as your IQ. Yes. And so he writes a lot about how do we help children and and um, how do we help them develop that um, that emotional intelligence. I love it. And so if I could sit down with him and say, okay... How do we help develop that, and what, yes. what can I do as a as a school leader to help kids, you know, simultaneously work through, you know, how can I help set that up in our school so that it's not, you know, overkill? Mm-hmm. But what can we do to help develop empathy? And because kids have been so disconnected and they're in their wow. phones and they're yes. all of that. So yeah, if I could have dinner with him, yes, absolutely. Let me yes. sit down with Daniel Goleman. Yes, if not him. Maybe he, and if I get to pick, let me pick two. Okay. Let me pick, um, and also James Perry, who writes a lot about trauma, trauma-informed trauma care, because mm-hmm. he worked a lot with veterans, mm-hmm. and now he's kind of, he um, he co-wrote a book with Oprah, What Happened to You, mm-hmm. and so he talks about what how it sort of re, reprograms your brain. Yeah. So um, if I could have dinner with the two of them, about how, be we powerful. Could, how we could really help kids you know, whether they've had big trauma or little trauma. Right. You know, because... We all have. Well, COVID itself right. has been some level of trauma. Just closing down schools for two years has been some level of trauma for yeah. everyone. Yeah. So how do we teach kids how to redo school again? Yeah. You know, we can't assume that everybody remembers. How do we take turns? How do we stand mm. in line? How do we yes. share? You haven't had to share because remember we cut, we had to, everybody had to have separate school supplies. Wow. And so now we're having to reteach you how we share things. I mean, it's the little things. Yes. So, okay. Could you, could you give us some strategies? You're, you guys know what to do. Help us. Yes. Help me help my teachers. I love this. I need to set up dinner for you with them <laughs> so we can figure this out because I know you'll figure this out. I need to get you to sit down with dinner um, with these two. And and I just appreciate you sitting down with me today. Absolutely. And I just feel so comforted and so safe to know that you are leading our school system. And I truly mean that. We've never had a conversation until today. And just sitting down with you for this last 30, 45 minutes, I just feel so safe and and so confident in my daughter entering the school system next year. So well, I will do my best. I, yeah. I mean, you know, and again, not, it's not going to be perfect. Yeah. I'm never promising perfection, but I will promise to always tell you the truth and I will not sugarcoat things. And I will tell you, I'll tell you what I know about things. And I'll tell you when I don't know about things that I'm willing to help figure it out. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for spending your 30th year in education yes. with Halifax County. Oh my gosh. I'm hoping, I'm hoping to be here. Oh, I keep telling everybody I, I, I had a job I loved and I sold a house I loved with my entire family. Yeah. And I, I, I moved here for a reason and I'm still trying to figure out what that is other than there are some amazing people here and we have some incredible work to do. So Let's just let's just get on with it. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I 
can't wait to have dinner with you. Okay, so well, I'm going to ask dinner. you to have dinner. Okay. <laughs> and thank you again. And thank you to everyone that listened today. I hope you took a lot from this. I sure did. And thank you for listening each week and providing your feedback. Continue doing so. Continue rating, reviewing, subscribing to the channel. I love sharing this information with you. And I cannot wait to talk to you next week on the Rogers Radio Podcast.